Hi, everyone. Welcome to Episode 4 of Talk Danger Zone Jobs, the Overseas Contracting Show. I'm William Beaver, Editor-in-Chief and Founder of DangerZoneJobs.com, and today we're tackling how do I make my contracting resume more effective. Before I get started, I want to thank everyone who's been sending in nice comments and emails and so forth about the show. I realize that a lot of it is basic information. What I'm trying to do is kind of strike a balance between what's needed for experienced contractors and those who are new to the industry or finding their first job. And as we go along, hopefully we'll be able to add a lot more information for both groups. So I look forward to your comments and your feedback, and I really welcome whatever suggestions you might have. So back to the question, how do I make my contracting resume more effective? Well, your resume, it's probably the most well-known and the key part of a package that today includes for job searching your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and your social media presence, what you say and do on things like Twitter and Facebook and so forth. And we'll tackle all those in more detail later on, but today it's about the resume. So what does it even mean to say, I want to make my contracting resume more effective? Well, to be effective, your resume has to tell a convincing story in six to eight seconds. That's been a, a studied uh, statistic, if you will, about how long the average recruiter spends on the average resume, both on the machine and with a paper one in his hand. Your resume is part of a story that goes something like this. A company has a problem they're trying to solve in the form of work that has to be done. And the solution to that problem is in the form of a job that needs filled, ideally, by the best person for it. And the ideal person will have a specific combination of skills, qualifications, experience, and education. Somebody in the company has to find that person. And if there are no proper candidates in their applicant tracking system, or if nobody knows someone who might fit it, somebody in the company recommends somebody they know, then a job post will be published trying to attract the ideal person. And you believe that you're the ideal person or at least a viable candidate. And so you want to convince the company that you are. So your first step or your first tool to work with is your resume. So you have to be aware of two important elements. What you include in your resume and how you put those elements in your resume. The language you use, the formatting, and so on. And to make things even more complicated in present day, 2016, your resume will most likely be read by both a person and a machine. So you have to be aware of the problems with both. So how do you do this? Well, besides danger zone jobs, I also have another company called DefenseProfiles.com. And I specialize in writing resumes and LinkedIn profiles, primarily for contractors and veterans and transitioning military so my comments now are going to be based on that experience and that audience. So no matter what your career field is or your level of experience, here's 10 things that you need to take into consideration to make your contracting resume as strong as it can be. Number one, always make sure that you customize your resume to a specific job listing. You have to study the listing and in it, the company will usually list as we mentioned before, the required skills, qualifications, experience, and education. 
And then you need to make your resume reflect how you meet each of those to show them that you can be matched both by machine and person to a specific need they have. Number two, your resume should never exceed two pages in length. Number three, whatever you do, don't use fuzzy common resume language. You need to write it so that it's compelling and unique. You have to assume that the recruiter already knows that you're a self-starting, self-motivated, results-oriented team player with a strong work ethic. They read that on every resume they get. Do you get my point? Number four, instead of using the old-fashioned objective, they know you're looking for a job or you wouldn't be answering the ad. Use a value statement that shows clearly and very succinctly why you bring the value they need to the company, to that specific job. It's all about them. What are you going to do for them? Number five, focus on using results, achievements, awards, accomplishment, accolades, things that you can back up with hard data and specific facts in no more than five bullet points per position. Basically, what you did and how you did it being very specific. Number six, Generally speaking, in contracting, the reverse chronological order format works best. But keep in mind the easily skimmed bullet points we just talked about and only include material that's relevant to the position that you're structuring this resume for. Number seven, and this is the big one, make sure there's no spelling, no grammatical errors, none, zero. Number eight, if you're going to present military experience, be very careful with jargon and acronyms. You have to assume that the HR person doesn't know anything about the military. You're safer that way. An exception to this would be when you see a job listing that says we're looking for somebody with MOS 92 Bravo or whatever. Other than that, translate the military experience into plain English and don't assume anything about anybody reading it. Number nine, don't include photos, birth dates, gender, religious or political affiliations, or anything that could use either consciously or subconsciously to kind of reject you. And number 10, write your resume in Word, but check for the appearance of it in text, plain text, because you're going to need to please both a person that's going to read it and a machine that's going to parse all the information and try to fill in the blanks. So you need to make sure that the layouts and the fonts are easily read on a computer screen. So the best fonts to use include things like Arial, Georgia, or Vedana because they were specifically designed to be used on computer screens. So these are just a few of the basics and in future shows I'm going to go into more detail with some of them. And we're going to be talking about common mistakes on resumes and pet peeves of recruiters. There's quite a few of those. If you have any doubts about your own resume or your own LinkedIn profile, or maybe you just like to have another set of eyes take a look at it, I invite you to go to defenseprofiles.com and choose the, the heading that says free evaluation. I'll be happy to take a look at it and then see what I can offer you in terms of advice or constructive help. In episode five, we're going to tackle applicant tracking systems, the software that reads your resume and definitely can keep you from coming to the attention of a recruiter. This is William Beaver, Editor-in-Chief of DangerZoneJobs.com. Until next time.